part of the mission, like the big vision, is to raise the frequency of the planet. Now that involves giving. That involves sharing from the heart intentionally. And I love doing that. And at the same time, I also know with free stuff and with paid clients, like here is the boundary. Welcome to the Limitless Life Experience podcast with me, your host, Susie Ashworth. I'm a mum of three, multiple six-figure serial entrepreneur, business strategist, Hay House author, speaker, coach, and believer in miracles. I help female entrepreneurs like you go from confusion to clarity when it comes to creating messaging that converts browsers into buyers so that you can build a business that makes a real difference in the world and helps you live a life without limitations. This is The Limitless Life Experience. Hello, you gorgeous, gorgeous human being. It is me, Susie Ashworth, and you are listening to The Limitless Life Experience podcast. And I am ha, 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 happy to be in your earbuds today. So what's going on? Today, we are talking all about how to set healthy boundaries for yourself. So let's get to it. I'm not going to lie. I am a boundaried mother effing trucker. I have very little issues with my boundaries and I have been trying to work out why that is like what is it that enables me to be really clear on this is the line and I'm gonna give you everything I've got up until the line and you can take everything that you want up until the line but the line is the freaking line you don't this is my dance space that's your dance space like baby my sweet baby oh my god when was the last time you watched dirty dancing (laughs) for anyone who's like what the hell is she talking about where have you been where have you been get it on i don't even think it's on netflix but maybe like amazon prime go and watch it but yes i don't know where that comes from as I'm as I'm saying that I'm going back to a uh, I'm going back to when I used to work in Pizza Hut actually I'm going back to when I left Pizza Hut and I created a rule for myself and I suppose when I think about a boundary it's really a rule and the rule was I would never work in a place again that I that I didn't love and I was really strict with myself about that and so uh, when I ended up working in a publishing house it was a contract publishers in Leicester Square working on a magazine called Slimming World which was like oh my god just not fun and the atmosphere in the office was pretty toxic I lasted three months before I was like I'm out 
This is not bringing me joy. I am out. I'm not sure how old I was then, but I think that that is where the boundary was drawn. I was always, I wasn't always like it with um, my lovers. I definitely think that I allowed some guys to cross personal boundaries, but I definitely got better with that too. So it wasn't quite how you do one thing, it's how you do everything, but it pretty much is like that now. And I think what it is, is that my personal happiness and my number one value of freedom means that if I allow people to cross boundaries, it compromises my values. That's what it is. What's interesting is that observing other people either not with upholding their own boundaries. I mean, it's always somebody is not upholding their boundary, actually. I was going to say upholding their boundaries or seeing somebody cross it, but nobody can cross your boundary unless you're not holding it. So seeing people not upholding their boundaries is something that I see quite often. And I think that I notice this a lot in stressful situations. I notice it in stressful situations. I notice it when people have low self-esteem and they are in the energy of wanting to prove themselves. If I give you all of the things, will I be worthy? Please let me say that I'm worthy. Please, can I, can I give you some more? Um, which is about also wanting to be liked. I don't want you saying anything bad about me, so I'm just going to give you all of the things. It is... Sometimes we see this when people are just a bit overwhelmed and they are... They, they're optimistic by nature. And so they just say yes to too many things. And I suppose that the overwhelm is a symptom of not upholding boundaries. So the problem is saying yes, 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 because they either want to be liked or they're just generally too optimistic about all of the things that they can fit in. So they agree to things that they already know they shouldn't be agreeing to, which probably comes back to being liked. And I've seen it just a huge amount in uh, the current situation that the world is in with the coronavirus. And people overgiving because they're observing other people being very generous. And they're observing it from a place of, if that person over there is doing that, then I need to match it or go, go higher. Or people are going to think that I'm opportunistic, that I'm selfish, they're going to judge me. So I need to basically pull my pants down. Can I say that? <laughs> can I say that? I don't know if I can. Please don't send me like bad reviews <laughs> or horrible emails because I just use that. Maybe slightly inappropriate analogy. Or metaphor. God, I can't even speak anymore. <laughs> anyway, I've seen it a lot. And here's what I want you to tune into is only give what you feel comfortable in giving 
because it's in alignment with what it is that you want to create and how it is that you want to serve. Like, I just, it really is as simple as that and in alignment with who it is that you want to be. I think that the biggest problem, when I bring this back to business, the biggest problem or the problem that drives this is wanting to be liked and comparisonitis. And when you put those two things together, it can be lethal for your self, for your family, and for the longevity of your business. And I also think what is a really strong driver for me, and I say this, the, as soon as I've got the words on the tip of my tongue, my mind shows me like a collage of all of the times that I mess this up. So I'm really not coming at it from kind of guru status position. But like I think about it from a modeling perspective, like if Coco was doing this right now, would I be happy? Would I be happy for her to spend hours and hours and hours serving her community and barely having time to like wipe her backside because she's so freaking busy barely having time to speak to her family because she feels if she doesn't overgive then people are going to diss her do I would I feel comfortable in her giving everything that she's got just because that's what she perceives Tina down the road to be doing no I wouldn't and I think that it is the same for you if you are a leader in a community and you are overgiving. that's what you are modeling to your clients I, this is the way that it should be done and if you're not coming at it from a place of this is the way that I choose to do it, this is the way that I want to do it, then I think that you are making a mistake. I think that intuitively when you step back and you are able to take a bird's eye view, when you are able to ask yourself the question, is the way that I'm acting today setting me up for a thriving business 12 months down the line? You are going to have your answer. You know, I genuinely believe that this podcast show adds a lot of value, both practical and emotional, and hopefully I make you laugh sometimes. Like, I know that this is great content. And if this is the only free content that I ever wanted to create it would be enough because I'm enough you know it is as simple as that I don't need to give the baby and the bath and the bath water in order for me to build a thriving business and I also want to point out that there are people in the world who are earning six figures, multiple six figures, seven figure businesses that you've never heard of because they absolutely refuse to do, to create any free content. And maybe they give in other ways and maybe they don't. And it's not my place to judge because I don't get to choose how everybody else shows up in the world. I get to choose how I show up. And you know that part of the mission, like the big vision, is to raise the frequency of the planet. Now, that involves 
giving that involves sharing from the heart intentionally and I love doing that and at the same time I also know with free stuff and with paid clients like here is the boundary so even though I've always said whether somebody pays seven pounds or 97 pounds or 30,000 pounds I I'm so hugely grateful for that investment and I'm always going to show up in the way that I promise I will show up. But that does not mean, even for paying clients, that I am on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And the reason that I can feel really comfortable saying that is because I know that when I show up, even if it's once a week on a Facebook Live for the entire group and it's not personal um, feedback, which some of my programs, you're not getting personal feedback. You will get feedback when you show up for a group coaching call or you will get feedback um, um, on a live if I've seen something and I think, oh, this would benefit everybody. But when, you sh- when I show up, the information that I share is going to be gold. It's going to be of huge value. And depending on what a person has invested in, like people pay more for more access, I feel really, really comfortable with that. And even at the highest level, even if someone has paid me £30,000 to work with me, that I still don't need to be sat there with my phone in my hand waiting for them to voxer me. And the reason that this feels really important to emphasize is this is not just about like personal sanity and self-care, although yes it is. It is not just about modeling and making sure that I am setting a good example for my daughter and my family and the community, but most importantly, maybe it's not most importantly, but equally as importantly, this is about showing my clients that I really have faith in the content that I have created for them and what they have invested in. And if you follow the process, you're going to get where you need to get to. Now, when it comes to -to one-to-one coaching and there isn't any content, this is about saying, I am here to support you absolutely. And also, it is not good and not healthy for you to defer all of your power over to me like you can't make a decision unless I'm waiting there at the end of Voxer to ask you a clarifying question or give you my answer that is not helpful and not a healthy positive powerful coaching relationship so being able to use the space to ask a question sometimes is clarifying enough I'll always get back to people. You know, I enjoy my job, so I will always get back to people. But that won't always, it's not instant messenger. (laughs) You know, it's not, I'm not Google. (laughs) You don't type your answer in and me come up with like 6,000 different answers. Sometimes that might be an hour, sometimes it may be six hours, depending on the time difference, depending on where I am in the world. And it's all okay. Sometimes it might be a day. And that is all okay. Like the boundary comes from knowing that 
my clients are okay because they get great, great support. And knowing that I'm okay and I'm not improving energy even when, regardless of whether someone's paid £7, £97 or £30,000. That feels really, really powerful and empowering. So I encourage you, if you're listening to this and this is like, oh my God, this applies to your partner. It applies to your kids. I'm laughing because I think that kids for me, is the hardest place to uphold the boundaries, like uphold rules. Maybe rules are not the same as boundaries when they come when it comes to your kids, or boundaries aren't the same as rules when it comes to your kids. But I find that the most challenging place, to just be really centred and like, this is the line, don't cross it. I give too many chances. You've crossed it, but I'm going to let it go. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And it's the same as, it's the same being an adult. It's the same as being a mentor. You know, it's the same for your clients. So uh, that is the invitation to look at, do you feel comfortable with the way that you're holding boundaries? And even when times are really difficult. So again, this episode is being recorded at the time of the coronavirus. And so there is a a much higher desire from my clients and my community for support. So I have more people in my DMs, more people in my Voxer. I feel called to make sure that I'm in the groups more and supporting more, um, which feels really good. And also, it's really important that all of my clients, especially now, feel empowered, feel empowered to self, feel empowered to make decisions, feel empowered to move and not be in that frozen state. And if I'm babying everybody, that does not help them. So I want you to just really get clear on your intentions, what feels good, what feels like you're improving energy, what feels like I am in disempowering energy. So I'm disempowering my people by letting them know that I think that they're not capable of navigating difficult situations. How do I reframe that? How can I support them while supporting myself? How can I ensure that I am not on the verge of burnout because I'm giving way too much? How do I ensure that I am coming from a place of this is my genuine intention rather than, oh, that's what Cheryl down the road is doing, so I better do it too. So this, my love, was our talk on boundaries. If this has been helpful, please, you know the script, Give me a tag on Instagram and leave me a review on iTunes to help me spread the word. It has been a pleasure as always. And please remember that faith plus action equals miracles.